We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ivy Nation, welcome to a special edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I'm Brian Driscoll, that's Sean Davis, Lucky Lefty. Sean, we're ready to go, man. You and I were on the phone for about, what, 20 minutes, just fired up, and I was like, you know what? Let's go live. Sean was like, Sean, ever the instigator, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Look, just to give y'all a heads up. If y'all are looking for a conversation about who the candidates are, where do we go from here, we'll have that conversation. We'll have that rational conversation. We'll break it all down. That'll be tomorrow. Tonight, we're going to tell you what happened, what we know, and we're going to give you our honest feelings. We're going to be a little fired up. I'm just letting y'all know. We did not vent all of our frustrations to each other on the phone. We have a lot more, a lot more teed up because, Sean, basically what happened tonight is just inexcusable, in my opinion, for an institution like Notre Dame. So what is the latest? Notre Dame, as you all know, uh, identified Andy um, Andy Ludwig from Utah as their candidate for the offensive coordinator position. I felt it was a grand slam. Ryan felt it was a grand slam. Malik, I believe you said, felt it was a grand slam. You came around to realize that this would be a great hire at Notre Dame as well. Everybody I've talked to in the the coaching profession said it would be a phenomenal hire. Andy Andy Ludwig interviewed. Things went extremely well. But at the end of the day, Notre Dame knew what the buyout was coming in, from what I understand, and they thought that they could kind of negotiate it down, and Utah didn't budge, nor should they have budged. And so Notre Dame passed. And so instead of Notre Dame going out and hitting an absolute grand slam home run, they refused the buyout. And now Marcus Freeman, I won't say Marcus Freeman starting over from scratch because I think Marcus Freeman's smart enough to know that you you still have to have some people on the board. But, Sean, no matter who they bring in next, barring some miracle of some guy that's an even bigger name than Andy Ludwig decides he wants to come to Notre Dame, the reality is is no matter who they bring in, no matter how talented that coach may be or how good we may think that's going to be, the optics of this are terrible. The message that this sends to Marcus Freeman is terrible. The message that this sends to the Notre Dame faithful is we're just not going to, we're not going to spend the money that you all know that they could raise. Right. And, and to, to make, to make this kind of move, Sean, and 
know, that's the reality of the situation. That's what happened. I have talked to several sources about this. This isn't us just responding to the Pete Thamel uh, tweet. First of all, Pete Thamel is one of the few, I'd say, reporters, real reporters left in college football. You know, uh, him, I think Heather Dinich both do a really good job. Uh, when they report something, you know that they've sourced it out. And then we have also sourced it out. I've talked to several people tonight. I feel very comfortable in saying this is basically how it went down, that Notre Dame refused to pay pay the buyout for the coach that Marcus Freeman very clearly identified as the guy he felt could get Notre Dame to the next level. So, Sean, um, I'm I'm absolutely disgusted, and I think this sends a bag. And so I'll say this, Sean, I'm going to kick it to you. If you don't want to get into the NIL pay-for-play stuff, I'm with you. I've said that. I'm with you. You don't want to get into the we're lowering our academic standards and all this stuff because of who you are as an institution. I'm with you. If you're going to tell me that you are all about the student athletes, but your cheap butts are not willing to pay a buyout of $2.8 million is what it's alleged. It's $2 million plus some taxes, I guess, is what is being reported. If you're not willing to pay that to make sure that these players have the best possible coaching staff they could have, that's an embarrassment. That's an absolute embarrassment. Stop telling me that you care about winning a championship. Stop telling me that you care about the players because if you're not willing to give them what they, what the head coach, the guy that you hired, believes is going to give them the best chance to be successful, a guy with an incredibly proven track record at some very good schools as far as academic schools. He's been at Vanderbilt. He's been at Wisconsin. He's been at some places like that. You're going to tell me that you care about championships when that's what you're doing. You're going to charge what you're going to charge for ticket prices and for concessions and to sit up in the nice suites and for parking and all those type of things. I had to pay $200 to get two parking passes in the stadium lot to do a tailgate last year. But you can't afford to pay a buyout for an offensive coordinator from Utah. And why would Utah bow out, go down on their asking price? You're trying to poach their coach. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, and here's my question is, where was the buyout for Tommy Reese? Where's the money you should have got from? So are you telling me uh, the AD at Utah is that much better of a contract negotiator and builder and creator than Jack Swarbrick? I'm just, I'm disgusted right now, Sean. And, and. You know, if I'm Marcus Freeman right now, I'm I'm pit. Now, you and I both know Coach Freeman. That's not how he's going to react. Hey, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to charge forward. That's who yep. Marcus Freeman is. He's not an excuse maker. I don't work for Notre Dame, though. I'm not beholden to protecting my bosses publicly. I'm my boss. You're your boss. So we're going to tell you exactly what it is. And this is an inexcusable thing for Notre Dame to do. Absolutely inexcusable for them to not be willing to make this move to support their head coach. Absolutely inexcusable, Sean. No, just that's it. I mean, it's just, it's a joke. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AGI a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune support system, but I hate taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, which is helping me kick my sugar addiction. In the morning before I get to work, I like getting something healthy in my body. And with AG1, I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves. It's very important for me to get my day started off with something healthy. But with my schedule, it's hard to prepare healthy meals. AG1 is a very quick way to pack my body with all that I need to jumpstart my day in a very healthy way. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing every morning. Done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com irish. That's athleticgreens.com irish. Check it out. I'm going to start right here, Brian, because I think everything you said was spot on. I want to look right into the face of all the Notre Dame fans that are watching, that will watch, and I'm going to flat out tell you, you've been, taken, you've been taken for granted as a fan base. This is absolutely yep. the last straw. You were taken for granted during the Brian Kelly era. Certain things that Brian Kelly said, and I'm not the biggest Brian Kelly fan, but he's been vindicated on tonight. About this. About, about this. About the spending, what absolutely. you need to spend. Yes. Absolutely. He's been vindicated tonight. Absolutely. But this university has taken for this fan base for granted. They know you're loyal. They know you continue to support, no matter whether or not a national championship shows up, hasn't shown up since 1988. They still know you're going to fill the stadium. Even if you don't fill it, you're going to sell the tickets on the second market. So the stadium's going to be filled. They know it's the best brand going in college football. They know all of this. They know they're about to get a mint in a new apparel deal. They know they're about to get a mint in a new TV deal. They don't need to win. They're cool being nine and four. Right. Because they know you will still show up. You'll Absolutely. You'll pay $100 to watch them play freaking Bowling Green. Absolutely. They know that they're cool being nine and four and winning the Gator Bowl. They're cool. We're the ones that go through the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that go into the roller coaster emotionally all the time. We're the ones pulling for this team, supporting this team, paying the ticket prices, paying to park. And this is what we get for it. This is what we get for our fandom. The unwillingness of a university sitting on a mint that's unwilling to pay $2 million of a buyout to that head coach that has identified this candidate as the best candidate to replace Tommy Rees and to elevate the offense. Who you said you were willing to match whatever Alabama did 
to keep Tommy Reese, who's been an offensive coordinator for three years. And this isn't a shot on Tommy Reese at all, Sean, but you just said you were willing to match two plus million dollars salary to keep Tommy Reese on board for a guy that has a significantly better d- dude put up eight more points per game at freaking Utah, Utah, than what Notre Dame did this year. Utah, back to back Pac 12 champs, curb stomped USC. And you're not willing to pay that dude. By the way, do you remember the beatdown this cat was the OC for when they handed Alabama back in the day? Right? Proven track record. You're willing to pay Tommy Reese top dollar to keep Tommy Reese. Again, not a shot on Tommy. But you're not going to do this, Sean? You're not going to pay this? Come on, man. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Everything that we believe as a fan base about Notre Dame on shaky ground tonight. Yeah. Everything. The four for 40 is on shaky ground tonight. The recruiting pitch is on shaky ground tonight. Being elite in the classroom and on the football field is on shaky ground tonight. But show me the truth. Show me the truth as a university that says you want to be elite on the football field. Show me. Show me. I haven't seen it. It's this. It's all this, Sean. It's words. That's all it is right now. Words. Words. How are you going to look these players in the face, Sean, and say, hey, we're going to do whatever we need to do to give you the resources to be successful, unless it requires too big of a buyout. For a dude that made eight hundred and twenty grand last year at Utah. So it's not like you got to go then pay him a $3 million salary. No. No. You could probably still pay him less than what you paid Tommy Reese last year. You just had to pay for the buyout. And like we said, look, you know, that depends. You know, I'm the, you know what? There's more than one great candidate to do this job. It's not the point. We don't have to overextend ourselves. That's bullcrap. To get a great coach. But you know that's going you know, to be. There's more than one great candidate as the athletic director. So they should go hire someone and not have to pay Jack Swarbrick's salary anymore. Because, hey, you know, it's just in. I mean, we can get anybody to come here. We can here get anybody to do it, right? right? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. But that's what the spin is going to be. Oh, Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. the stand is going to be. And like you said, we know Marcus. Marcus is not going to make any excuses. No. He's going to go out, he's going to grind, and he's going to find the perfect candidate for them. Of, of the, the next perfect of the next candidate. Perfect candidate. Not understanding that the optics, are, once again, Notre Dame has failed in the area of optics. You failed with the Tommy Reese situation when you hired Marcus Freeman. Bad right. optics. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible optics. Now... Look what you've done to the offensive coordinator that you decide to hire, that you do approve to pay right. his salary. Look what you've put over his head for no reason. None. Look because what he has to walk into. You're talking about whoever they hire is going to be the perception of, well, you, they didn't really want you. Absolutely. And some of the candidates you may have been able to go after, you're not going to be able to get now because, like, dude, I'm not – playing second fiddle i'm not gonna be sloppy seconds you know after that so no thanks and you're gonna then have to pay that guy more to convince him to freaking come i would absolutely if i'm representing 
a candidate, I would leverage the heck out of this situation. Yeah. I would absolutely leverage the heck out of this situation to make right. sure I get the best deal yep. for my, my client. Yep. It's just bad optics. Why would you put why do you consistently want to put your head coach, whomever it is, in disadvantaged situations? Yep. Why? Why? Why would you send a head coach to go sit in front of a mother, sit in front of a father, and tell them how committed you are to their son in the classroom and on the football field? Why? When you don't have any fruit that bears that. None. You won't even commit resources to have the best coaching staff. And we thought that you publicly saying we're willing to match Tommy Reese was Notre Dame actually moving forward. Because whether or not they did it, they have laid out the message that we're willing to pay for the best for Tommy Reese. For Tommy Reese. And then you turn right back and eliminate any goodwill that you've created with that announcement about what you were willing to do to match Alabama's offer. And you do something like this. Are you kidding me? I talked to at least three former players. Three. In a matter of 10 minutes. They're livid. Sean, I got I got donors e- emailing me saying the same stuff. Dude, we would have we would they didn't ask us. They didn't ask us to pay to, to raise money for this. They never they never came to us. Right? You don't think to your point, Sean, you talked how you and I talked to a lot of former players, especially you and Malik have been doing that a lot because you're starting to bring more of them on. The the energy they have for Marcus Freeman, you're telling me that they wouldn't have like this, like this said, Yeah, we got you. A buddy of mine just sent me a text. He goes, You know, you could have done too, is you could have negotiated some some future home and home with Utah where you'd have paid him a little extra. Absolutely. You know, to help bring that thing down. Absolutely. So, man, they they could – but that's the whole thing, though, Sean. This isn't about whether or not Notre Dame could afford it. It's not about that. No. It's – they weren't willing to do – and, again, we we talked about this, Sean. I think you and I did on the show. If you don't want to do the lowering academic standards, got it. We said it earlier. But there are certain things Notre Dame should absolutely make sure that they are the best at. There's no excuse not to be willing to pay for the best coaches. None. There's no excuse to make that to not have the support staff, the best support staff in all of college football. There's no excuse to have equipment that doesn't work. Do you think I'm just pulling that out of my hat, Sean? Do you think I'm just making that one up? It's no, no excuse to walk into the training room and have ice baths that all of them don't work. Do you think I'm making that up? Do you think I'm pulling that out of my hat? Or do you think that's a conversation that I've had? Right? Stuff doesn't work in the locker rooms, right? Looks great on pictures. That's not about, oh, gee, they don't have a cool It's You're not willing to do what you need to do to support this football team. And all of that stuff that we're talking about, Sean, is player-centric. Having the best O-line coach when you hired Harry Easton did what? It benefited the players. Hiring Andy Ludwig would do what? It would benefit the players. Yeah. But you're not willing to do that off these players that make you millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, tens, twenties, hundreds of millions of dollars, right? You and I did this. Now, look, this is a very rough thing to say because there's a lot of things that go into it as a business owner. But if Notre Dame charged 50 bucks a ticket to sell Mm -hmm. out their stadium, 
you and I both know there's not a single game next year that will cost only 50 bucks. But if you just sold 50 bucks a ticket, that's $4 million. Yeah. There's concessions. There's parking. There's all that. Now, I know there's overhead, but they're making this money off of these games. Like you said, Sean, they're about to get a huge, huge deal coming up soon when it comes to the apparel deal. They're yep. going to get a new TV contract. It's, But it's not even about that, Sean. They don't even need that to make this move. This is just, you don't want to do it for some, un, I mean, we could say it's because they're cheap. It could be something as stupid as, well, we're Notre Dame. We're too good to get into the bidding war. Nonsense. Bullcrap. So, man, it's just. It's not adding up. No. One plus one is two. You know, they have this new age math, right? I've actually had to help my daughter in high school. And, you know, you know how we did math, right? But now it's totally different, totally different process to lead up to the same answer. And I'm like, well, why are they doing this? Because this is the way they want us to think. Notre Dame is the same way. They do things because they want us to think and operate a certain way. It's as a fan base, it's optics are horrible, but they no, no. keep us locked they in. Put out optics yes. like they care, like they care. Like they, they will do whatever we need to do. Absolutely. We care about the student athlete. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's it's all this, Sean. It's all this. It's just talk, 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 talk. And then we want you to spend three thousand dollars in airfare, right, to go to Ireland next year. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Come on. Follow us across the pond. It's going to be a great time. To watch us but play Navy. Watch us play Navy. But we are unwilling to give you the best offensive coordinator with Sam Hartman. We got right. a top five quarterback in college best football. Best offensive tackle tandem best. in college football coming back. One of the All best backfields in college football coming back. All of this. And we want to go second rate with the coaching. Yeah. That's what they're saying. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like this. Never. Never. How many times? And I've seen it in the chat. Yes. We've been told that Marcus Freeman is just going to move forward. That's that. Yo, he's just going to move forward. Do his job. No excuses. Right, Brian? No excuses. But guess what? Don't think that this doesn't go in his register as, okay, all right. Yep. The, to- the Tommy situation, check. Hmm. I couldn't get Andy Lovewig, check. Yep. Okay. My, my thing is this too, Sean, is this isn't the first time this has happened. There was an assistant coach they wanted to hire last year, and they weren't willing to pay the pay the buyout and pay the salary that he would want to get him here. They ended up with a good coach, right? But this isn't the first time this stuff has happened, and we know this stuff happened under Brian Kelly. And look, there's a there's a, a number that I'm like, hey man, you're a, you're an offensive coordinator. I'm not paying you more than the head coach, right? Like right. that's not what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about a buyout, <clears throat> and. You know, for me, Sean, it's just it's just another example of what we've been here before, right? Notre Dame was a powerhouse from 88 to 93. 
And there's other reasons that they they fell off a little bit, but a big reason for it was is for years the school refused to support the football. They didn't like the football program got too big for their britches. And and it's just it it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind that you're going to be willing to say, "Hey, we are not going to do we're not going to do this to support you." Right? But we're going to give all the lip service in the world. We're we're, we're going to put the best coaching staff we can as long as it doesn't cost too much. Yeah. Like, and here's my thing. I'm very curious to know what the buyout was for Tom Reese. Now, look, do I expect them to, to have a $2.8 million buyout for Tom Reese? Yeah. When you're talking about how you went into a bidding war to keep him from LSU last year, yeah, you better should have put a buyout in there. Absolutely. If for anything else, to keep Brian Kelly from coming after him again next year. So where's the money for that buyout? Where, where's What's that being spent on? Academic resources. No. Should be spent on the football program, you know. So like, so so, where's that money at? You're not going to have to pay your own line coach as much as you paid Harry Heastan, right? I mean, probably not. You know, I, it, it, you got a 26 year old safeties coach. But it, it, there's just so much of this, Sean. That's just absolutely inexcusable, man. It, there's there's no excuse for this, man. And Brian, and, I've always been told never count another man's wallet, right? Never ask another man or complain about another man and how he spends his money, right? And wait, look, I'm not sitting up here telling Notre Dame how to spend that money. I will. You can. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not telling you how to spend your money. What I will tell you is don't lie to me. Bingo. Don't lie to me. See, I know my dad. See, my dad is one of those dudes, Brian. He's going to go into the inner city. And he's going to go to a nice small business. And he's going to buy a bunch of T-shirts. It's going to get like five of them for like 20 bucks. Right? Me, I'm not like that. I'm going to go and get me some nice T-shirts. They're probably going to cost $10 a piece because they feel comfortable on my skin. You know, we just got two totally different mindsets. Mm-hmm. But we, we both know who each other, we know who we are. So he knows when it's time to buy me something. He knows where to go. When it's time for me to buy him something, we don't tell each other how to spend money. It's the same thing. We're not telling you how to spend your money, Notre Dame. All we ask is that you be honest. Yep. As much as I laugh at the University of Miami, at least the University of Miami administration was honest with the football program. Mm-hmm. At least they flat out told them, we don't give a darn about the football program. We're trying to make Miami the Harvard of the Southeast. That's all we care about. Yep. And you saw the collapse of the football program, but they were honest. They were honest. The stuff that's being done over and over again is absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And there's no need to do it. That's like the worst thing you can do is to lie when there's no need to do that. You can just be honest. If there are people in the administration that really don't care for the football program, be honest. Right. Just be honest. I'm shocked because in my position, I hold Jack Swarbrick to the fire tonight. I don't know how you didn't push this through. This is your head coach. Mm-hmm. This is your pick. Maybe the last head coach 
You choose for the University of Notre Dame. Might be better hope. Might be the last legacy. You better hope he's the last head coach you got to hire. That's my negativity coming out, meaning like, you know, at some point I'm saying, you know what? I want to win, and I want to be somewhere that wants to support me to win. Yeah. But, Sean, you nailed it. Don't tell me you're buying a Gucci shirt and you'd wear nothing but first-class clothes when I know you're going downtown and buying $5 shirts. Exactly. Right? That's the thing that you're saying. And, and, and I'll tell them they need to spend their money because I'm telling them they need to spend their money. We're kind of saying the same thing, Sean, because I'm going to tell you we're spending your money because what you tell me you believe in. And I'm telling you this is what you need to do to support what you say you believe in. So just say, hey, look, y'all, we're happy going 9-3 and three every year. And if yep. we make a couple runs of the playoffs and get curb stomped, we're happy. We're happy with that. We're not going to use that money to reinvest into the football team. Don't even think twice about that. But we're happy with that. Then just say that. And then Notre Dame fans can make whatever decisions they want to make. Now, I would say the minute that they say that, the people that say that need to be fired. Because Notre Dame says they strive for excellence in everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's a pretty disgusting thing, man. It's disgusting. What are we talking about? It is 2023. Yeah. People are paying way too... And then, wait a minute. Hold on. I have to bring this up. You, as a university, wouldn't pay $2 million for a buyout for an offensive coordinator? But you have the audacity to alienate the older part of your demographic, of your fan base, that has no connection to streaming services, has no connection to apps. You dare violate them by putting games on Peacock? Mm -hmm. You try to make a little extra change by tapping into Peacock? How dare you? How dare you always try to push forward to scrape together an extra dime or extra penny of revenue? But you want a penny pinch when it comes to coaches? What are we doing? Sweet and bitter water can, can, not, can, can should not come out of the same mouth. That's what I meant to say. Yep. It shouldn't come out of the same mouth, but it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. It's ridiculous. You know how many emails, inboxes I get over the last two seasons telling me, Sean, I just don't like this Peacock game. I'm not willing to pay $9, $10 just to watch this game against some team from the MAC. Toledo. Are you that cheap? That money hungry in one area that you were Rob Peter to pay Paul. $90 polos in the bookstore. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I don't blame, I'm glad you've talked to big time alums tonight, Brian. No, donors. Oh, donors. donors. They should be the donors should be the one in this situation that should apply the pressure. Yeah. The donors should be the one to say, okay, now this. Yo, this is enough. This is enough. The damage is already done. 
The moment the story came out a couple hours ago, the damage is done. Horse is out of the barn. Notre Dame is who we thought they were. That's what people all around, across the country are saying. Mm-hmm. Stuart Mandel said it. Yes. And I, I can't, I can't disagree. I mean, it, th- th- this is exactly what Stuart Mandel said. And look, I'm not a, I'm not a Stuart Mandel fan. I don't care much for him to be completely honest with you, but this is what he tweeted. Notre Dame won't pay two more, 2.8 million to buy out a coach in the sec. That's called closing costs. And here's my thing. That has nothing to do with being a school of integrity in a school that cares about academics. It has nothing to do with that. It in no way diminishes that none john none paying players to come play for you the way that the the pay for play thing works i'm with that i i I will truly support that sean because i understand what that what that means and and how you as an institution don't want to go that way i get it i do saying we're going to lower academic standards to bring kids in here that we don't think maybe could be successful in the classroom just to win football games i'm i'm with you on that because you don't need it because i've made the case look at one point in time, we broke down Notre Dame's entire 2023 recruiting class, and every single kid in there was over 3.0. The lowest GPA was like 3.25. Yes. So you don't need to do that. There's no justification for this, Sean. None. If you knew the buyout was this much, you should have been prepared to pay it. If you didn't know the buyout was this much, I don't care. You should have been prepared to pay it. And to just say we're not going to do it. And then don't get arrogant. And go to Utah to try to negotiate them down. Right. I mean, you try, but when they say no, you're like, all right, cool. You know, it is what it is. Like, dude, like Pete, that's chump change. Like, don't even worry about it. We'll send it to you. That, Would you that's like the power. nickels or bills or Absolutely. what? You know, yeah. That's the flex. That's how that's how Notre Dame should have flexed. How much is it? Don't worry about it. We'll send, we'll wire it to you tomorrow. Yeah. Like, hold on a second. Right. Get my wallet. Exactly. You know, it's it's frustrating, man. Don't don't, again. Don't talk to me that you are a team that strives for excellence. You're an institution that strives for excellence. We could get into a lot of things to show that's not true. But don't say that. Hey, we're going to do that. We're going to get the best that they that we can get. No. 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 I'm gonna That's be honest it. with you, Brian. This is one of the most disappointing nights, yeah, I've ever had as a Notre Dame fan. Yep. And they're not—he wanted playing. to come, man. They're not even—he wanted to come. And what yes. I was told tonight, too, the old line pro coach probably comes with him. That's what I was told tonight, about an hour before all this broke. It's disappointing. It's, frustrating. it's, it's disappointing. It's frustrating. It does not bode well for this program moving into the future. Notre Dame has found a way to zap all of the excitement that was created by Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Ryan and I were talking earlier, Ryan, or Sean, and this was off the air. We're, we've said it many times, man. If they could go get Andy Ludwig and, man, you know, some of the other moves that we're hearing might happen, boy, I tell you what, man, this could be – this could this, – the, the, all the, this is going to be – there's going to be as much excitement about next year as there was this past year with the new hire. You know how hard it is to go nine and four after in your first year and then create just as much buzz, if not more, than next year. You know, I mean, but that's where we would have been. And instead, we're here. We're here. 
where Notre Dame is is willing to take this black eye because they don't care. Because no. they know everybody's audience is still going to do what, Sean? They're going to turn on the TV on Saturday. They're going to show up at the stadium. They're going to fork over the money. Yep. You know, then they're going to make it easy. You know, s- some fans are going to sell their tickets to make a buck. You know what? I'm not even mad at those people anymore. Because that's what that, they're just following the lead from the bosses. Yep. That's it. They're just following the lead from the school. Hey, man, do what you got to do to save to make a buck. You know, it, um, it's, it's, it's really, it's really frustrating, man. It's, it's really frustrating. And, and again, he's going to hire somebody, whether it's an outside candidate, whether it's Jared Parker, and that coach is going to be walking into a buzzsaw. Because he's going to look like fair or unfair, and I'd say it's unfair. Because, because Sean, it is true there are other really good offensive coordinators out there. Yes, Marcus Freeman will get back on the grind and go try to find somebody just as good. But it's again, it's not the point. He shouldn't have to go do that, Sean. He found the guy that he wanted. He found the guy with a proven track record, and you're not willing to go pay a buyout to get that guy on camp, but you were willing to meet the Tommy Reese demands from Alabama. My thing is I'll bet you 20 bucks, Sean, that that's not actually true. They knew he was leaving. They knew he was going to take that job and they floated out there for optics. How much you want to bet that's true. Yeah. So you waited until he was on campus to say, Oh, we'll match whatever you knew he was leaving at that point in time, but you put that out there to save face. Oh, you know, it's not about money. It's not about money. Get out of here with that mess. You know? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All of the momentum created in recruiting. All of the momentum created by Marcus Freeman with the fan base, even in the midst of a 9-4 and season. Even the fan base was excited with Tommy Reese leaving. Yeah. The vast majority of fans were like, good, okay, Tommy. Fair or unfair, that's Fair exactly unfair. how they felt. Yeah. They felt like, look, looking forward to this next hire. It's a lot of great candidates out there that will probably be an upgrade. Fan base was super excited. You get the guy that most of the fan base would have been right on board. Let's go. You get him. He wants to come. But we're and not going to pay. And this is what they give you. Yep. Here's what they think about you. That yep. was that was the intro. You remember No Vaseline by Ice Cube? Oh yes. That, oh, yeah. that was the, that's how it started off. Here's what they think yeah. about you. Mm-hmm. Here's what they think about you. Here's what they think about you. Because they know you're still going to show up. You're still yes. going to turn up. To, and people are mad now, right? And and rightfully so. And there's a lot of people saying, "No, nah, I'm not doing it. I'm not turning it on. I'm not doing this." But we will because we love Notre Dame. And that's why they do it, right? I'm going to deprive myself of something that I love and brings me joy because you're an a-hole, you know? And that's why we do it. But it's just, I mean, like when Lou Samoji would tell me, man, when when he was covering Notre Dame, they could go to every single practice, right? They don't do that now, right? They continue to cut down access. And it's not like the the media department's pumping out a bunch of videos to make <laughs> make up for the lack of access that we get. 
They get like this little 20 second thing and they get people are getting so hyped up about these little 20 second workout videos that show absolutely nothing because it's like, that's all we're getting. It's like, Oh, I just got like, a, I'm in the, I'm in the desert and I just got a little drop of water. I'm going to act like you just gave me like a big gallon of water. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. but that's all we're getting. We won't get access to practice. Like we used to get like two full practices last year, fall camp, Sean. Right. It was like, well, mm-hmm. the first practice and the next press they had was a non padded practice. practice. Yeah. And who's that hurt? Done hurt. It, it it hurts us to a degree business wise, but but who are they really hurting? Because I've said right. this. Hey, if you're Notre Dame and you don't want us to be there, that's fine. Put out your own content. Exactly. We'll promote it because it's for the fans. We'll put we'll put it on our site. We'll promote it. But you should have a video from every freaking practice. You should have a highlight video from every practice in fall camp. One. And you can show stuff that's not going to give away anything to the other teams. Oh, hey, Tyler Buckner can hit a corner out. Oh, God, they're going to know what we're doing now. You know what I mean? Come on. But they don't care, Sean. They don't care. Why do they charge as much as they do for jerseys? Because they know we'll buy it. And where's you're, you're, how, much, how much money are you making off jerseys? You can't put a little, you know, little, some scraps from that to help, you know, I don't know, pay for a coaching staff. Because what is it always – what's it get down to, Sean? What does having a coach like Harry Heastand, for example, on the offensive line mean for, for – no, what does it mean? Oh, well, they're going to be a good football team. Why? Why are they going to be a football, good football team, Sean? When they hire a good coach, why does it matter? Because <laughs> that coach will be able to get the most out of those players. Yeah. And then what does that mean? That means you're giving those guys the best chance they can to go out there and find their – life after football success or life after college success with football, which most kids that come to Notre Dame have that dream. But you're going to deprive them of that because you don't want to spend a little bit of money, which I promise you, if you do right by them, you'll get back down the road. Plan. Here's an example. $2.8 million, Sean, is not chump change. I am not sitting up here saying it's chump change, right? But it's not hard for Notre Dame to get it if they wanted to do it. Yep. Right? I understand that's a that's a decent dollar amount. I get that, even for a school like Notre Dame. But you still got to be willing to pay it. But here's the reason why you do it. Because it's going to make your football team better. And if your football team's better, what does that mean for the 2023 season, Sean? It means your 10 and 2 maybe turns into 11 and 1 or maybe even 12 and 0. Yeah. Your 9 and 3 turns into 11 and 1. Next thing you know, you're a playoff team. Guess what happens when I'm going to negotiate my contract with with NBC or whoever else? I'm coming off of a playoff team. You that 2.8 million is going to look like nothing at that point in time. We're the hottest program in college football right now. We got a, a young hot coach that everybody loves and respects and thinks the world of because he's a, a great dude. He's fashionable. He's respectful. He's a dad. He flaunts how important being a parent and a husband and all that is to. He is what people should be aspiring to as a parent, as a husband, as a coach, all of it, as a dresser, all of it. And and you could have this going hot. You could say, hey, look, we're going to give you what you need. Yeah, okay, we had to go spend $2.8 million over here. We had to spend a million over here. But you know what? You're going to get it back because the team you put on the field next year is going to smash people, which means what? Now I'm willing to pay 150 bucks to go to that pit game in November because I want to watch this team play. I'm willing to pay $100 to, to, to park to go to this game because I want to watch this team play. I will pay 150 bucks or $200 for that jersey because I love this team and how good they are. 
You'd make that money back like it was nothing if you're one to invest in the program. But it's not about that because they don't care. There's no other way to explain it, Sean. There's no other way to explain it than they just don't care. It's lip service. Because if this is what your head coach said, who, by the way, you're saving money on because you're not paying him what you pay Brian Kelly, which is fine. Brian Kelly had a much more proven track record than Marcus Freeman. He needs to earn the money that Brian Kelly was making, right? So what are you saying to him? What are you saying to your players? Hey, guys, we love you, but go make us money next year. Go to the playoff, but, you know, sorry about us not doing what we need to do to get you the money you need to go be successful. You know, we still expect you to win, though, right? If Marcus Freeman goes 8-4 and four the next two years, you think the administration is going to be like, hey, man, uh, no big deal. That's on us. We didn't give you the resources. No. Hey, man, why aren't you winning? Are you serious with that question right now? Yeah. Really? Are you serious with that question right now? How about I had to go down to option number seven for my offensive coordinator because you wouldn't pay for buyout? I'm being hyperbolic with that, but that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's what tonight says, Sean. And we'll get to look. Here's we're we're going to get to spin tomorrow. You know yeah. we're going to get. To, well, see, here's what really was going on because yeah. these guys are good at spin, man. They are great at spin. They're going to put their they're going to put their people that they have in the media. They're going to put other people that they're going to they're going to get it out there. You know, hey, look, here's what really happened. Here's no, 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 no. That's not really what it was. I'm telling you right now, Marcus Freeman wanted, wanted Andy Ludwig. No if, ands, or buts about it. They knew the dollar amount. They weren't willing to meet match whenever they knew it before, after whatever, don't care. Whenever that dollar amount was presented. Okay. Look, and I'm okay. You want to negotiate to get it down, man, maybe Utah budges and you get it down half a million dollars. I'm cool with that, but you got to be willing to pay whatever it is. And 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 so I'm just so disgusted right now, man. We're gonna get to spend tomorrow. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. But that's all it is. It's spin. This is the guy they wanted. This is the guy Marcus wanted. They wouldn't give it to him. They weren't willing to pay to give it to him to get a guy from Utah. You know, I mean. It's just ridiculous. I can't wait to hear exactly what they're going to to to, to say tomorrow. It's going to be very interesting because it's it's going to come, Sean. This is what it's one of the things Notre Dame is the best at, in my opinion, is spin. It really is. They do a great job of that. Yeah, because they spin it to us as we're different, right? We're Notre Dame, right? No one's like us. How, that's the spin they give us to make us feel better about the way they continue to act when it comes to supporting right. the football program. Oh, we're different. Right. No, we're not. We're not different. We're not different. We're light years behind. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you make decisions for your company, 
you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. That's what makes them different. The difference is that you don't actually want to to truly be a championship program. Yes. You just want to say it. Because like it's like this, Sean. Every coach in America goes in onto the roof. When you get together on your football team, hey, guys, our goal this year is to win a championship, win an SEC championship, win a Big Ten championship. Like, bro, we went 0-12 last year. But, hey, we're trying to compete for a chance. No coach goes in, hey, guys, it's going to be a fun year. We're just hoping to get three wins. Everybody says it. Most teams don't actually believe it. They know that they're not. That's not who they are. And that's where Notre Dame is right now as an institution. I'm not talking about Marcus Freeman right now. I'm not no. talking about Marcus Freeman at all. Because he swung for defenses with with, with this kind of thing. This is This was big. He wants to be there. That's why he went on, got Dylan McCullough last year, and got Harry Heastan last year, and got the guy. And some of those hires didn't work out. That happens. But you're you're gonna then you're gonna then say, hey, we expect you to win a championship, but we're not gonna we're not gonna support you like all the other teams compete for championships, right? Marcus Freeman is not asking them to, hey guys, can we please pay pay players so I can get Keon Keeley next year or get Peyton Bowen next year? Or I can get Dante Moore. That's not what he's asking for. That's not what he's asking for. He said, hey, I got this coach that I think can make us really good, really good. Because you and I know, Sean, Marcus Freeman believes that this roster is championship caliber. Absolutely. That's why he went and got Sam Hartman, because that's one position where there was some uncertainty about it, you know, Tyler's injuries and all that. And he's swinging for defenses with this offensive coordinator thing. And Notre Dame said, no, sorry. We're going to move defenses back 50 feet. So your 400-foot home run that you're about to hit is about to fall short. And and it's just uh, it's a frustrating thing, man. It's as you said, Sean. It's it's I haven't been this frustrated at, in a long time because I and this is on me. I started to buy into it, Sean. I started to buy into the lie again. And this is what this is how they get us, right? We we convince we we realize the truth, and then they'll do something to like make us think, no, no, no. We're we're actually we're we're serious this time. And they get me back in, and they suck me back in, mm-hmm. and then they do something like this. And I'm glad I got out. And this explains why they were so quiet about, you know, oh well, you know, we don't want stuff to get out. We don't know. This is why. I mean, and it's just, I'm glad I got out. I'm really glad I got out because you know they weren't going to tell us that if it didn't get no. out through the media. I pro, I, well, I don't promise you. I'm not. I won't be shocked if this came out from the Utah side. Well, um, we actually did a night show tonight. In the middle of the night show, Josh Newman, who covers the Utes for the Salt Lake City Tribune, who was supposed to join us earlier today, but Malik was traveling, so we pushed it back. And tonight, he called and said, man, something's breaking. Can I come on with you guys tomorrow? Only to see that he was one of the first tweets saying that the buyout was the main issue. And he was supposed to join us tonight. So you're right. You know, more than likely it was the Utah side, Utah side that was willing to expose everything. Yep. 
this is what pisses me off by how they handle things. Like they asked me not to talk about Sam Hartman. I got told, you know this, Sean, because I told you. I told you a couple weeks before the Sam Hartman thing broke that they're going to get Sam Hartman. Say, man, don't report it. We'll let you know when it's about to happen so you can be the first. Okay, cool, whatever. So I kept it because that's what you do, right? When they say, hey, because you know you're not going to get the name if you don't say, hey, look, I'll put it out when you want it out. But I kept telling them, bro, you know this is going to break, right? Wake Forest people have no reason to keep that to themselves. So once the decision is made, you got to run with it. Their inability or I don't know if they don't get it. I don't know what it is. But how do you not know that this is going to come out? How, did you really think that this was not going to come out? I, I mean, you had to know it was going to come out. And and to the fact that they're not able to stay on top of it, man, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And it's just, you know what it is? Here's my frustration. My frustration is this, y'all. It's... Notre Dame, and I've said this before, this is one of my big per, uh, criticisms of Brian Kelly. One of my biggest critics, and this, I'm not trying to turn this back on Brian Kelly, like this isn't Brian Kelly's fault, but I'm trying to make a point here. One of my, Sean will be back, by the way, he had to go fix something real quick. But one of my biggest issues with Brian Kelly was his, un, his it was the unforced errors that he would make. You know, okay, you hire Brian Van Gorder, it's cool. Everybody makes bad hires. Nick Saban's made bad hires. Usually, Nick Saban recognizes those hires quicker. Urban Meyer's made, made bad hires. Urban Meyer tried to replace Tom Herman with Tim Beck and Ed Warner as the offensive coordinators. It was a disaster. They went to the playoff the next year, lost 31 to nothing. It was a disaster. The offense struggled against every, every decent team they played last year. My frustration with Brian Kelly was the unforced errors. Hiring Charlie Molnar. Moving Tony Alford to receiver so he could bring in Tim Hinton. Hiring Brian Van Gorder. Everybody makes hires like that, but then you keep them for three years. Unforced error. Keeping Brian Polian on your staff. Unforced error. Not getting rid of Phil Longo until you went four and eight. Unforced error. And, and that's the thing that Brian Kelly did is there was too many of those unforced errors. Well, he's exactly what this institution is. It's these unforced errors. It's these, you're putting stumbling blocks in front of you. The SEC's not putting stumbling blocks in front of you. NCAA's not putting stumbling blocks in front of you. Big Ten's not putting stumbling blocks in front of you. You're putting stumbling blocks in front of you. You're making the decision not to do this. You're making the decision not to pay the money you need to make to go get the best coaches. You're the one making the decision not to pay the money you need to make sure that the facilities you do have are are up to par. You're the ones making the decision to make sure that to to say that Notre Dame's not going to have the best nutrition program in the country. You're the one making the decision to say we're not going to give the football program the resources to make sure that they have the analysts and the -the off-the-field people and all the different resources that the players need and the coaches need to be the best they can be, which, again, always turns back on the players. And so to me, these are all things that they're in control of, right? Well, hey, they can't control NIL. They don't need NIL. I keep saying that a million times. They don't need NIL. Notre Dame is different. They'll still get kids. But the reality is they're the ones putting the stumbling blocks in front of themselves. It's these unforced errors like this that constantly are the reason Notre Dame is is not winning. It's not because other teams are are or they can just recruit better players notre dame's never indiana's never been a giant producer of talent 
It's not like in 1988, Notre Dame had 17-18 <coughs> starters from the state of Indiana, like Ohio State might have had back then from Ohio, yeah. or that Florida State would have from Florida. They've always had to recruit nationally. They've always had tougher academic standards. They've always had these things. But they still won. It's that's not and I've said this for years, Sean. You think the academic standards are holding Notre Dame back? You're buying into the lie. It's not. It's this kind of crap. It's their crutch, though. It's their crutch. The academic standards is the crutch that they can all. It's the go-to go BS excuse. Well, we're different. We we don't play that game. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's not. I, then don't play that game. I've ne- I've never been the one to advocate for that. You've never heard me, Sean, say they need to lower the academic standards. I've said you need to alter your transfer policy so that qualified student athletes can come to Notre Dame. That's different. That's not saying, hey, let this kid who was a 2-4 after three years at Florida State come to Notre Dame. That kid doesn't have any business coming to Notre Dame to play football. That's not what I'm advocating for. I am advocating for, however, a school with a a, a operating budget. A buddy of mine just texted me. He would know such things, Uh, and he's trying to get confirmation. But he told me that the annual operating budget is over a billion dollars at Notre Dame. Most games, you're bringing in 80,000 people at over $100 a ticket. And you aren't willing to pay $2.8 million to go bring in an offensive coordinator that your head coach has identified as the guy he needs to take this thing to the next level. And I promise you that's what this Notre Dame coaching staff thought. They were fired up about Andy Ludwig. Yes. And, And then now what's it say to them? Let me touch up my resume because this place ain't serious. Why am I investing my time at this place? Hmm. If you're Chancey Stucky right now, you're like, yo, this was never a problem at Clemson. And they'll give us whatever we needed to go be successful. Why would you want to invest in that? They're not. Why why am I going to give you the best that I have when I know you're not giving me your best? So I'll tell you what, they better hope Marcus Freeman doesn't mess around and get this team to the playoffs this year. Because there's going to be some people wanting to throw some money at him the minute he gets to the playoffs. Right? You and I both know this. Yeah. And this is going to be in the mental Rolodex. I shouldn't Absolutely. speak for Marcus. I shouldn't speak for him. That Because I don't know if that's – he. He, you know, I shouldn't speak for him. If I'm him, this is this is like written in Sharpie in the back yep. of my mind, Sean. No, no written in pencil. This nope. is in Sharpie. And I got copies. So, things can happen fast in college football. Yeah, man. Ryan Day could lose another game to Michigan this year. Yup. And Ohio and get State, beat by Marcus. And get beat by Marcus. And Ohio State could have an opening. And then it. Oh, well, he just wanted to go back. So, no, he wanted to go somewhere. He is now. We're just giving you our opinion, right? This is just us kind of setting an example. We're not saying he's leaving. We have no clue if he's leaving. But I'm making the point that when you do stuff like this, someone who truly wants to win is going to be taking notes of all this. All of it. It's it's ridiculous. My uh my my only hope, Sean, is um that Marcus Freeman is gonna win in spite of them. I think he's capable of it. But that's what it's gonna take at this point in time. 
he's going to have to win in spite of the school supporting this program the way that they should. And and let me tell you all something right now. Sean knows this. This isn't an isolated incident. No. This isn't an isolated. This is not two dudes who are fans getting on a, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a situation where we're just emotional and we're upset and all that kind of stuff. No, that's not what this is. That's not what this is. This is a situation where we have we have had enough of this, right? That's where we're at, Sean. You and I have had enough of this because we have seen this too many times. And that's my frustration. We have seen this too many times. And it's just like, okay, I've had it. I've had enough. I've had enough. I... I this is the last straw. I've heard enough from parents. I've heard enough from players, former players, former coaches about this stuff to say, okay, you can ignore one, not one, this person, that person, but when it all just keeps coming and then this happens very publicly, it's like, okay, they're not serious. This is not a serious group of people at Notre Dame right now. When it comes to the things they say about championships, you're not serious. You're not serious. You're just giving me words. You're a politician at this point in time. Mm. You know, I'm going to say what I need to say to you to get elected and then not do any of the crap that I said I was going to say to get elected. And that happened. That comes from D's. That comes from R's. That comes from I's. That comes from all of them, Sean, all for them. the most part. Yeah. That's not that's not a, a thing that's for what well, one party does that. No. No. And that's what this is. We're going to tell you what you want to hear. To make you keep giving us this. And we're, you know, and it's like they, I really think they think that because of Marcus's personality and the way he recruits it, he'll be able to do what we need him to do to go in. Right? Make it, put it all on his back. And then if he doesn't win, well, you know, we gave him the resources to be successful, but uh, <laughs> he couldn't get it done. The heck you did. You know what? Everyone outside of South Bend has been telling us for years that Notre Dame was unwilling to get in the fight. Yep. And most of us flat out didn't believe it. Most of us stood on our fandom and defended Notre Dame. Yeah. T- tonight might start to change that for a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How does it not, Sean? Yeah. You know, in in some of the ways, I'm again, I'm cool with them. If we were just two dudes that said, "Hey, man, pay players, do it, give the give Dante more whatever he wants financially, lower your record." If that was us, then it's just us continue to say, "Just be like everybody." We're not saying that. We're not those people. We have supported and defended this institution when it's when it's pushed back against those things. And I still will. Because that, to me, is against what Notre Dame says it's about. But this, there's no defense for. No. Because ultimately, who gets the biggest benefit from victories and success and winning and topping and maxed out performances? I'm going to go back and I'm going to say it again. It's the kids with the shoulder pads and the helmets on. Right? How much did 
Ronnie Stanley, Zach Martin, Chris Watt, Nick Martin, Alex Bars, Quentin Nelson, Mike McGlinchey, Aaron Banks, Robert Hainsey, Tommy Kramer, all those Sam Lustford, all those guys that have made a professional career out of playing the offensive line. How much did they benefit from having one of the best develop them? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you not want that when you can get it? Well, no. We're only willing to support our players in that regard in up to this level of dollars. Come on. It's just an unfortunate situation. It's an unfortunate situation where you had the right guy at the right time willing to make the move to be the next offensive coordinator for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. A guy who had said Utah was his final stop. Yes. Who's from Utah, who has a daughter Utah, was willing to turn all that down because he believed that Notre Dame stood for something different. That Notre Dame could be something different. Mm -hmm. He said, no, man, it's not worth it to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at, buddy. Uh, It's unfortunate, man. Notre Dame fans... I'm sorry, on this day before, or technically on this Valentine's Day right now, because it's technically the 14th, I'm sorry you had to have your heart broken Yep. by this school and this administration. The love of your life doesn't love you the same. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. It's just, I likened it unto... Tommy being a sprained ankle when he left, but you'd be able to get over it. Mm-hmm. And 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 Harry leaving was kind of like that tore my meniscus. Being, no, it's kind of <laughs> like that ain't that being reaggravated. Right, right. Like you feel the pain because it's connected, so you feel the pain of it. But eventually, you still have Z Carell, Blake Fisher, and Joe Alt. Coming back next year. So you'll be all right. Ice it, elevate it. You'll be okay. This right here is one of the biggest gut punches to the Notre Dame fan base. Yep. And and the coaching staff, because I'm telling you, Sean, there's people in Notre Dame fired up about bringing in Andy Ludwig. Fired up. But you know what they expect us to do? Big gut punch. Oh, get up. Get up. You guys will be all right. Yeah. You're fine. You really wanted it. We're going really to get the next best, We're gonna get the best, next best thing for you. Watch and see. Watch and see. It's going to be just fine. We're going to end up 10 and 2, go to a nice bowl. We'll be fine. Nah. Hey, we're, re- we're building nah. a really cool, expensive new dorm. Nah. Nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm throwing in my white towel tonight. Not on my fandom. No. Or just, or just the belief. On this leaders, on the leadership at Notre Dame right now. On what I've been sold. Yeah. I'm throwing in my towel tonight. Yeah. Look, I I I uh I pretty much said to Jack Jan, Father Jenkins, whatever, that I'm I've been done with that dude for a few years. I still thought Jack Swarbrick at least cared enough about 
what he said to say, Hey, I can, I can make that. I got to look, I got to make some calls. I got to, I got to twist some elbows, twist some arms and do all that, but we'll get it done. Marcus, we'll get it done. We'll do what we need to do to get it done. Just like we said we were going to do for Tommy, which I still don't believe, by the way. I still don't believe that. I think that was all, again, all lip service. Because think about how late it came out. Tommy was already at Alabama. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We'll, we'll match whatever. Bro, he's gone. He, that's why he's down there. You know? But it was – um, it could have been done. Maybe it had taken a couple extra days. It could have been done. To just flat out say, nope. But that's where we're at, right? I mean, so yeah. yeah. Am I done with my and I man, I always love Notre Dame. I'm look, IB's getting up tomorrow. We're gonna <clears> do this show. We're gonna keep putting out content. We're gonna keep praising the coaching staff and the players they need to be praised and holding them accountable when they need to be held accountable. And we're gonna do that to the institution. And I've defended this institution. And I said, look, ultimately, Sean, this is what I always said. Brian Kelly needed to do what he needed to do to be successful. Then, if it didn't work, then we could go say, let's hold the administration's feet to the fire. That's what I've always said. And Brian Kelly put a lot of his own roadblocks in front of him. That's what I was talking about when you had to step away, Sean. Yeah. Is Brian Kelly was Brian Kelly's own worst. I mean, he never did what he needed to do right. to get to the point where you could then say the administration wasn't stepping up. But that's what Marcus is trying to do, though. He's not trying to hire one of his buddies. The easiest thing, if Brian, if Marcus Freeman was Brian Kelly, he just would have promoted Jared Parker from jump. That's not to say that Jared Parker is not a good football coach. He is. I've heard some very good things about Jared Parker. That's not the point. That would have been the easy way, though. Right? He was like, I have Jared. I love his mind. Let me go get Andy Ludwig's mind as well. And I got both of them. Yeah. And then Andy's 58. You know, he comes here, coaches three, four years, does his thing. Guess who I'm handing the offense over to? Okay, that's how he wanted to do it. Right? He shot for it. He 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 made his move. He went and got Harry Heastan. He went and got Al Golden, which, again, I don't think it's worked out so far, but it was a bold move. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do one of those hindsight 2020, oh, I didn't want Al Golden to begin with. I mean, there were some concerns about NFL thing, but that's a bold move. You just got a linebacker's coach from the NFL. You should be the head coach of Miami. You know, this this guy comes with a great reputation. It's a bold move, right? And and so I feel like he's trying to do what he needs to do, but he's now not getting the support. So we can hold Notre Dame's feet to the fire. He is putting the work in the recruiting trail. In the in the light of the NIL era, still going in and putting in work and bringing in an outstanding class. And this is how you repay it. You know? So <laughs> I have to laugh, man. I have to laugh to kind of balance off my emotions right now. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, otherwise, otherwise you have some repentance to do afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the ultimate fail. It's the ultimate fail, right? Pro sports, college sports. You know, in all in order to have a successful program, everyone within the building, within the administration, coaching staff, players, assistants, GAs, everyone needs to be pulling on the same rope. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it seems like the staff, Marcus Freeman, the players are in a tug of war with the administration. No, everyone isn't pulling in the same direction. 
to get the desired result. Yep. You have the head coach, the staff, and the players pulling with the administration on the other side with the board of trustees pulling against them. Mm -hmm. It's a tug of war. And that's not the way things should work. It's just not. It's just not. Yep. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.